Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories today. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the t boss to his chili, Michael Howard. <laughs> Michael, you know I don't know this stuff. I wasn't allowed... I went to Christian school. I didn't... <laughs> you didn't I was listen sheltered. to t boss and... Ch- Did you ever listen to t boss Lisa Left Eye Lopes, and Chili? Is that what it's... Is that what TLC stood for? <laughs> did you think it was tender love and care? I kind of didn't not think that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no. No, it's Also, huh. I what I like about that one is yeah. that it makes Curtis our Lisa left eye. Uh so Is Curtis dead? Did we did you not tell me? Is he fine? <laughs> no, well, he's but he's not he's not on the show very much. It's almost like he's died cuz he never wants to be on the show. That's fair. Only when he's out in Colorado traveling. Yeah. Um hmm, man. Um, I did know, I mean, I knew about Lisa Left Eye Lopez, <laughs> didn't know that uh, T-Boss and Chili were the other members of that particular musical group, because, <laughs> who did, again... Who did you think was in the... I literally thought it was just, no, just TLC, they're just saying, I didn't know it was, I'm an idiot, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I can't really, um, yeah, I have no excuse, other than I was sheltered. And I'm pretty sure it's Lopes, not Lopez. Well... Hey, uh, that's another chalk that up to only reading her name on the internet. <laughs> well, it's L O P E S, so I yeah. always read it as Lopes, but I guess it could be Lopez still. Hmm. Yeah, I, I yeah, uh, Michael. Hey, hmm. coming to the wrong guy. I don't Any, know. Anyways, anyways, uh, we need yeah. to. We'll pour one out for. Yeah, I already have. Left out. Okay. Yeah, 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 multiple times. Uh, well, Michael, how you doing, my bud? Uh, you know what, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. You know what I realized. Um, it was Lollapalooza last weekend. Yeah, I had uh, two friends from uh, from Atlanta go up. I uh, I completely missed that. That's how old I am. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't even know Lala was happening. Yeah, and I live here, ten miles away at most. <laughs> my actually, my building looks my my work building looks at Millennium Park. So if I had looked out the window and really thought about it, I probably would have seen. That the is, I don't know going how you on. miss that. Well, I worked I, from home on the on the Friday, so okay, yeah. But they but they must have been setting up on Thursday. You you'd think you're just a blind dumb idiot, <laughs> a blind dumb old idiot. Who was even at Lala? Uh, honestly, like, all I know is my two friends who went. It That's, was like yeah, it's like all these people I've never heard of before. Yeah, like Blink One Eighty Two and Hoobastank <laughs> and. God, who even knows these I days? I would definitely have gone if it was Blink-182 and Hoobastank. Probably, yeah, I would too. It sounds pretty dope. Um, yeah, well, Michael, that sounds... Yeah, there was nothing fun going on in my town this weekend at all. I'm sorry. Just, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the that's, thing. That's it and that's all, folks. Yep, uh, it's a good show. I think we're done. Episode 83? <laughs> we made it? 82? 82. Well, 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 we, we had did it. Uh, I'm looking up who is at Lollapalooza. If you like this one, you also like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Check out anything else, jerks. Um, let's see. Who is at, who is at Lollapalooza? Oh, Bruno Mars, The Weeknd, Jack White. Who oh, okay. Okay. Puts on a show. Um, this is basically the same lineup that was at uh, uh, Shaking Knees here in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was good. It was a good one. Um, well, Michael, you have any fun stories for me this week? Nope. Okay, cool. Um, well, I did see something earlier this week that really got my my engine cranking. Um, got your goose and your gourd. Oh yeah, Mo- the motor just turning over. Um, Michael, you know 
Michael Bay. I do know of Michael. Yeah, explosions. Bay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So obviously he's known for his. First of all, I also have a. I I sent you screenshots of this, but uh, I was talking with one of my ex girlfriends uh on Snapchat a couple weeks ago. She sent me a snap of her watching National Treasure. Hmm. Very and nice. I learned through the course of the conversation that this was the only, well, sorry, National Treasure and National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, were the only <laughs> Nick Cage movies that she's seen. Uh, what? And I realized that I had failed her so badly. She's never seen The Rock? That was my, so literally, I said, you've never seen The Rock? And she's like, Dwayne? It's <laughs> like, No. Nick Cage, Sean Connery have to break into Alcatraz. The original Rock. The the original best, goodest Rock. Why has The Rock not fought The Rock yet? Ooh. Man, unmovable object meets an unstoppable force. Shit. Yeah, right? Yeah. There um, has to be, like, they, there has to be a, somebody had to have brought a script to someone and said, like, look, The Rock is going to break into Alcatraz and then Sean Connery's going to show up, and also Nick Cage going to be there, and it's going to be a rock, rock crossover. Mm-hmm. And also, Nick and Cage somebody is would wearing, green light that. Also, Nick Cage is wearing the Rock's face because now it's a face-off <laughs> crossover too. Oh, oh shit! Fuck. Um, it's weird to say this out loud, but when you think about it really, really hard, The Rock is Michael Bay's most subtle movie. <laughs> It actually is. I forgot that it was Michael Bay because mm-hmm. there's not really a, like there's a pretty good gunfight. There's not a whole lot of explosions and like naked women, which is kind of his thing now. He gets some sexy ladies in there yeah. for sure. Um, um, the closest, I mean, the island does get firebombed and they have the nice shot with the guy with the green smoke. Mm. Um, you get some nice uptight like military like monologues. It's definitely a Michael Bay flick, but before he got a pension for, uh, I think before Bad Boys 2, where he just was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to blow shit up. <laughs> you know what, though? Guy's a fucking billionaire, so. Right. He's doing something, right? So, he, he, I mean, obviously he's he made his bones by blowing shit directly to the moon and back. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a tweet this week, though, that it made me think maybe Michael is pining for a more subtle age a return to his innocuous days oh okay okay and this is something near and dear to i think our hearts michael um so we talked a little bit about uh zach braff chomping our flavor with his like (laughs) podcast tv show on abc yeah is that still on or did that get canceled for like one episode i think i canceled and i didn't realize until after it aired that it was about alex bloomberg who created gimlet media oh right 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 yeah which is cool but the show got canceled because it was shit um yeah so michael bay's getting in on our podcast action oh is he also starting to is he filming a movie about a podcaster but it's kind of like pineapple express and everything blows up he's making a movie about podcasts okay but it's about a podcast that basically spreads a horror movie monster into whoever listens to it so it's like a mix of the ring and it follows but for shitty podcasts it just like generates a monster which seems like both the most and least michael bay shit i can imagine yeah no like yeah michael bay doesn't seem like the person has he done a horror movie before i don't think so it doesn't seem like it's in his like again Good horror movies require subtlety. Oh, well, yeah, a lot. Even 
even the least like subtle horror movie I think I've seen, which was Cabin in the Woods, was good because it was making fun of every other horror movie trope in the best way possible. But it was handled with care. And I don't think Michael Bay can do that. There was still also a lot of just like subtle things that you don't catch the first time around. Yeah. Uh, which which is what makes a horror film good, I think, is like it's good enough and it has enough intrigue and interest that you want to see it again. Like you want to watch it next Halloween. Right. You know, and I think a lot of time, like a lot of the newer ones are like, oh, it's just a bunch of gore and shit and jump scares. And it's like, well, that's not interesting for me to want to watch again. Whereas right. like you'll watch fucking Halloween, you know, every year. Sure. It's a touchstone. So Michael Bay is going to make one of those and not one of these. So I didn't know that apparently. So I guess he's producing and he might direct this one. But uh, so his company, Platinum Dunes, apparently also produced A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I think that was just Emily Blunt and John Krasinski just did their own thing. But uh, the movie's called Meet Jimmy. It's uh, a short horror. There is. The movie writes to a short horror, fil- horror film by Dutch filmmakers. Um, oh, about shit. A podcast. The Dutch are fucked up, man. Right. But they're not going to remake that. It's going to be the Michael Bay version oh. of a fucked up Dutch movie about a podcast that generates horrific consequences for its listeners. And what do you like? What do you mean by generate? Like, I think it's probably like a uh, without seeing it, probably like a final destination sort of thing. Ooh, like, like whatever the last podcast you listen to is how you're going to die. Oh man, that is that's rough. So if you're like listening to my favorite murder, you're gonna get some like classic serial killer shit. And if you're listening to Reply All, like I don't know, some like Lone Shark, uh, <laughs> Google AdWords Baron who trains rats on the side will like come eat your face off. And I apologize to anyone who this is their last podcast because yeah, so that was ooh, actually it's probably gonna be a penis at least. Yeah, that's it. So it got me thinking, what kind of monster would our <laughs> podcast generate to send after our listeners? Okay, yeah. And um, hmm. I gotta think it's probably, like, obviously a Winnie the Pooh, naked from the waist down, but his arms are gigantic penises, and his fingers are also penises? No, no, no. His, his fingers are individually each of those little tiny pikachu hands that uh-huh, look like they're yeah. going just like pcp level yeah i mean this thing is definitely a bad mamma jamma like Oof. thousand thousand dicks 400 eyes shoving golden butt plugs up good <laughs> listeners butts um yeah yeah i just i mean i and the monster is definitely donald duck in it <laughs> like i mean a hundred percent and the thing is, like, the monster definitely has either dildos or penises for, like, multiple appendages, mm-hmm. but somehow the Donald Duck in it makes it worse because, like, that's its dick hanging out. <laughs> the rest are just, like, noodly appendages, but, like, insult to injury, I gotta see you're just, you're just shirt ducking over here. No mm-hmm. thanks. Well, and he also has a, a sex doll dick mm-hmm. as well. It's, like, part bionic, AI-controlled. Sure. Also, he probably has a shit ton of like just ghost friends. Yeah, yeah. Just we like talk a lot evil about ghosts. Yeah. Actually, he probably brings the ghosts of all of his other, all the, the ghosts of the other three hundred and forty <laughs> listeners of this show. He just brings them around to everyone else he kills. <laughs> just hope you're hope you're the last, so you get to have, make a bunch of ghost friends. And and he's just constantly throwing children at you, but only at you, Kush. And I, hey. 
listen, again, actually, no, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. The only way to escape him for even a microsecond is to just bitch slap a little kid in the head. <laughs> just any little kid? Just, I mean, you, you're going to be running, obviously, nonstop from this monster. It's, I, I think it does have an it follows sort of aspect mm-hmm, where, like, mm-hmm. you can get away, but if it gets you, horrific consequences. Ah, but. But if you just slam jam a kid in the head it's gonna stop for a second to make sure the kid's okay and that kid's gonna be mentally scarred for a very long time also physically scarred because they hit him very hard in the head but that's just slowing him down now the end of the movie our podcast movie how do you exercise this how do you exercise trends in low places lure him to a gathering of our friends the juggalos ah hatchet man yes okay because if they can take down the alt-right marching in dc then they can take down our dick pikachu children throwing ghost monster i mean yeah if any one group of people is not going to stand for that sort of shit <laughs> or and possibly has seen worse yeah, <laughs> fuck you <laughs> yeah whatever would you like to join our club thank you mm. they would assimilate yeah our, our podcast would definitely create a horrific like, even the devil would look at that thing and be like, fuck no. You're saying it's a devil's reject? Yeah. No, yeah. not a devil's reject. Like, he doesn't even want to fuck with that thing. It's not, not interested. Well, it's his, it's his earth now. It's pretty off-brand. No thanks. <laughs> not interested. Yeah, no, I, I thought a lot about that this whole weekend. Just mm. if... I mean, I know our podcast has generated horrendous consequences for at least a couple of our listeners... Just like, but what if those would be physically manifested in meat space? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of what else we've talked about. Oh, and that, <laughs> would it be Tuna Restless? It just wouldn't stop moving. It'd be I tuna think it restless. couldn't. I think that might even be its weakness that it just can't mm-hmm. stop moving mm-hmm. until you punch a kid in the head. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's been probably 75 episodes since I endorsed striking a child to deal with ghosts. So. I've grown as a person. <laughs> I, I want to say that. I think the problem is we just haven't brought up ghosts in a while. Right. Yeah. That, I mean, to be fair. Yeah. Or possess kids, which I think was really the thing. That's the thing. But That's, the we ghosts haven't... always want the children because they're mm-hmm. just easy marks. Yeah. <laughs> Trick-ass marks hanging out. <laughs> all right. Well, Michael, <laughs> speak, speaking of all of our past sins, um, I, I came across a story... I, we rarely get to revisit the stories we talk about, mostly because I assume everyone dies from the dumb things they've done in them, um, and not just the people related to Kim Jong-un. Um, do you remember one Miss Amethyst Realm? Amethyst Realm? Yes. Oof, that cannot be a given name. Yeah, so Michael, uh, just we rarely get to revisit old old content but we rarely can, would want to to be honest yeah, for the most part we as soon as we say it i forget it willingly mm-hmm, not just mm-hmm. because the dumb words that come out of mouth are just vomit and i forget them immediately but i want to for the most part yeah except for that mexican dude with the giant dong we will we will keep bringing you updates as they happen mostly again because the dude's weird like <laughs> taylor ham like <laughs> ace bandage wraps like salami dick it's just seared into my brain mostly the the cat skin of it that makes it look just oh god like a couple of golf balls and some pantyhose 
it definitely so because do you remember the one time when we went to um gatlinburg and we stopped to buy food and we went to like sam's or something and we bought like 20 pounds of hamburger meat like mm-hmm. in in a tube basically yeah. like yeah that was less disgusting than the than this guy's on, ace bandage wrapped on multiple levels yeah. that was less disgusting than this man's horrendous and the way that this penis. poured out of this bag this tube was mm-hmm. it did not look right it's gross i mean it, it was basically a 20 pound log of ground <laughs> beef with everything that comes with that visual like mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was bad Michael, so sorry where were we Simpler, better times. Yes, yes. Miss Amethyst Realm, who longtime listeners might remember from episode 51, Please Sue Us, Mr. Ocean. Oh, yes. From Caribbean the segment, Queen. From the segment Ghost 2, Erotic Boogaloo. Queen. Now we're sharing the same dream. Our two hearts will beat as one. Man, I really wish he would just sue us and put this <laughs> podcast on the on the map. Um, so Miss Amethyst Realm. Amethyst Realm. Claimed that she was in love with ghosts and regularly took ghost lovers. I, yes, okay. I, n- yep, it's all. Now you remember. It's all okay. coming back to me now. Well, it's all. Damn it. Okay, yeah, we got another song. Um, well, I saw an article on the Metro from the UK, because, of course, mm. um, that now she's graduated from not just banging those ghostly specters. Oof. Now she wants to have a ghost baby. Oh, a ghost. Wait. She wants to have a ghost's baby or a ghost baby? A ghost baby. All that she wants is a ghost baby. <laughs> gone tomorrow. Um, so she wants the ghost to impregnate her with his ghost semen which will then grow into a ghost baby mm-hmm. and then she wants to birth a ghost baby it's weird because she actually makes some very upsetting claims about miscarriages say, god i thought you were going to say some very good points <laughs> michael please and i'm not I, that. I almost i almost quit this podcast has skewed me in too many ways to count but i'm not there yet she actually makes some very upsetting claims about yeah, yeah, yeah. like miscarriages. And uh, she says she believes that phantom pregnancies are, quote, ghost babies, which are unable to go full term. Um, and that while her sexual encounters with ghosts always end in an orgasm for her, she wants to have a ghost baby. This is so disturbing. And that she's so talked with levels. a ghost lover about having a ghost baby. I, I want to know how that conversation went. Because if it was like, if it's like a rom-com or some kind of sitcom like it did did he just like try to apparition away and she was like no i can still see you i mean we're having this li- conversation it's literally a family guy sketch <laughs> like it's no just like oh look at the time i gotta Let go, go. <laughs> i can see you hiding behind the couch it's not I time for there. you to go away so apparently she claims now that she's pregnant with a ghost baby um, so do you get after like do you get bigger with a ghost baby or does it just like hang half out of you because it's I, you know, I did, a spirit so when did we go from thinking that ghosts look like slimer to ghosts look like just people but like blue because i liked it better when we were like yeah all the ghosts are slimer they're just these weird blobs of 
energy or humans. I mean, even in Ghostbusters, you had your Slimer, but you also had the, you know, the cranky old lady who was haunting the library. Well, I get that, but like, how how do you decide which one's which? Like, no one looks like Slimer beforehand. Are you just like, is it not that you look like yourself? You look like you like who who you actually were on the inside when you. Died. I think it's probably that. Mm. And sure, some of your some of your ghosts are gonna be a highly sexual, you know, Victorian mm-hmm, gentleman. Mm-hmm. It's gonna come a knocking and put some gentle pressure on your thighs, like Amethyst <laughs> Realm experiences, and uh, gonna crank a little ghost babe in, inside you. And you know, hey, that's great. But sometimes you're gonna get a trash monster who's just gonna, I mean, just go to town on you. Same result, just different different process. <laughs> Would you have sex with a ghost? No, because I don't believe they're real. That's not the question. Oh, well, then uh, yes, because sure, why not? But if that- I'm, I'm saying like if if you saw a ghost and you were like, oh shit, I was wrong, ghosts are real. Uh huh. And they were like, I think hey, it would depend on the ghost. Like, I, I feel well, like, like I would, obviously like, any ghost, but if it was like, well, a, do I get to take do I get to take the ghost out to ghost dinner? I mean, do we get do sure. we get ghost drinks? I don't think ghosts eat. Do, what do they eat? Human souls? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. Which I again, mean, maybe so then no, you can't take a ghost to ghost dinner because like that's on you now. If that ghost eats, what a if human I bring? Soul. I'm, I'll make sure there's somewhere with a kid nearby. <laughs> It's not my not my problem. Um, yeah, Michael, I don't know. Probably probably wouldn't have ghost sex. Would you? Would you fuck a ghost? I mean, I'm married, so like, is that cheating? Is it cheating? Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, it's not a person. Well, so Amethyst Realm, her first sexual encounter with a ghost was while her fiance was away, and she thought there was a ghost nearby, so she wore some sexy lingerie. We talked about this in episode fifty one. She enticed the ghost in with some like. Naughty Laundry. And again, by the way, if I remember correctly from the original story we read, her ghost was like a Victorian gentleman. It was like a Mr. Darcy motherfucker. Yeah. So like, yeah. She didn't need to wear, quote, kinky underwear. She should have she could have just flashed some ankle at him. Also, he would have come running. Like, Those ghost bells have been jangle jangling. Why does she need to wear lingerie or anything? Like, he's a ghost. Like, he can it's, just see you, like, in the shower. Sure. And you just, like, go through walls and shit. You know what's the weirdest thing, though? Um, playing autoplay video on this Daily Star article I have up about Amethyst Realm mm-hmm. is um, the trailer for Sex Tape starring Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel from, like, five years ago, where I think the only... The, the funniest line that they could pull out of the movie for the trailer was... It's in the cloud. No one knows how it works. <laughs> Essentially, they made a, a a sex tape ghost. And I think that's the only thing they have here. Why wait, why is the why is there an ad for sex tape on a story I, from literally yesterday? Listen, I I don't know. I can't explain it, but it's right here, right in front of me. It's happening <laughs> in real time. Well, that doesn't make any like is this how far the who did you say you're reading it from? The Daily Mail. The Daily Star. Daily Star. Like, is that how far they've fallen? They they get, like, they're still living off of 2015 ad buys? Mm-hmm. And apparently, hey, I'm going to guess Sony Pictures <laughs> didn't update their fucking ad buys, so that's on them. I'm just saying, maybe we should take out an ad on the Daily Star. It, probably we, cheap. We talk enough about the UK that I feel like it would fit. 
Michael, if you could fuck a ghost, no strings attached, no guilt, no muss, no fuss. Fuck yeah, I'd fuck a ghost. Okay. Why not? Why what? Why not? Yeah. It's a former human. You think? You hope? That's true. I mean, I guess if we're like, would you fuck a be... slimer? Would you fuck a slimer? No <laughs> strings attached. Ooh. Hmm. Be- be- well, better. Would you let a slimer fuck you? Yeah, it's. We all know that how that exchanges. Oh, was... yeah. <laughs> Just gonna say it does have a purdy mouth. Yuck. Yuck, a Rooney. Well, Michael, what do you got for me this week? Oh, man. Because are you like me and where you have thought that, like, you're tired of working for other people and you want to work for yourself and start your own company? Um, I mean, I have, like, three side hustles going right now, so, oh, yeah. Oh, so you're already an entrepreneur. Um, um, you're already. Yeah. Hey, and can I say this? I have three of them. None of them make money. You're already an entrepreneur. Smash that Patreon button. <laughs> I keep telling you you should sell Cushing Pool shirts. Yeah, I mean, uh, technically they're my dad's. Are they? Well, they're my dad's bankrupt business. I don't really <laughs> so... know. <laughs> I don't really know what the legalities are there, so. There are. I don't any. know if I start selling them. Someone can come for bankrupt money. I don't know how it works. <laughs> no, it's just like, it's like vintage the, the, if the company no longer exists, then it's like vintage. It's like selling like that's true, yeah, like Texaco shirts or something. I don't know. Does Texaco <laughs> still exist? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it only exists in old old timey uh, gas station signs in the south. Well, anyway, well, yeah, you had a story. <laughs> uh, they found a parasite that is found in cat feces called Toxoplasma gondii, um, and. Apparently, it's been shown to have mind control power in rats, and researchers are suggesting that it might have similar mind control powers in humans, making them less afraid of failing, and so increasing their entrepreneurial spirit. (laughs) Okay, makes humans less afraid of failing, also therefore more likely to just say, hold my beer, and then die. (laughs) Well, that too, but... Wait, isn't toxoplasma like... Why pregnant women shouldn't be around cats? Yes, because their kids get way too cool and way too entrepreneurial and try to open a lemonade stand without a without a license, and then they get shut down by the city, but they're only one, and then they just die. <laughs> Is that that's right, right? Um, I don't know about the lemonade stands, or I don't know about the lemonade stands. No, okay. Oh. Wait. I mean, you know about kids getting their lemonade stands shut down by the city, right? Because they don't have, they're not operating as businesses oh, with yeah, licenses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you were saying that they gave someone toxoplasma. I'm just saying the kids had it, and oh, they got too entrepreneurial yes. too early. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that one didn't land. Let's cut that. <laughs> Man, I was I was way out in left field on that that's fine. on that one that's and fine. you hit it to right field i was not yeah. ready for that I went, I went opposite field yeah you went oppo on me i'm usually a pull hitter sorry yeah. i had the shift on <laughs> um let's read let's take it from the top <laughs> <laughs> anyways the fact that a that a parasite can have mind control powers though or like seems odd to me and the fact that researchers are researching this Makes me feel like we're going to end up with zombies very quickly. Uh huh. I mean, that's how I feel about most things that researchers research. Um, but like, particularly under this administration, like, what? Are you, 
Why are you looking at my control, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. What you up to? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, again, so pregnant women have to avoid cat shit because of toxoplasma. Mm-hmm. Probably not because it makes their babies into little mindless drones or very good entrepreneurs. I assume it just kills them. Now I get where you were going with that. Yeah, okay. Uh, if the, okay, yep. For the for the listener, we <laughs> cut about a minute. Okay, you were saying you were saying that the that the moms will get toxoplasma and it will go and into their the babies. Babies would be hyper chill, like little Elon Musk yes, motherfuckers, yes. and start lemonade stands, and then they get shut down by the city. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then well, that's a whole thing. Wow. Uh huh. No, I get it now. Yeah, huh? that's I was pretty on good. Other- you were on you were on like some four D chess shit there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that happened. Well, but maybe, maybe we only hear about the cases where the child has a problem, and we don't yeah. hear about all the cases where the child comes out and they actually are like an Elon Musk or a Jeff Bezos or some Here's shit. The, is this where cat people come from? Are you born a cat person because I don't know some cat shit gets into you in the womb and cats are controlling your fucking oh brain God. still? Like, is I know that cats are devious little hell bastards. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Yes. But I didn't have a cat in the house as a child. And when my mom was pregnant, there were no kitty cats around. I'm fucking cool. Yeah, I but you're also not, one... you're not an 87 billionaire like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, so that's fair. Well, who's the real billionaire? <laughs> Bezos or his fucking cat? Who's pulling the strings on that asshole? That's a good point. Because I was just thinking like... If a pair, like, when I think of mind control powers, I think of, like, another human controlling the mind of an animal or another human or, like, controlling a robot or something. But, like, how can a parasite have mind control powers? Because, like, wouldn't the, like, the parasite's mind is basically nothing. It's, like. Yeah. So, like, how, how is the parasite controlling the mind of Parasite's something? not. Something else is controlling right. the parasite. So, it's got to be the where the parasite came from. I mean, everything I hear about, everyone talks about cats. It's like, you know, they have this instinct that if they were any larger, they would kill you. But they know they can't because they're small and easily throwable and punchable. But they do steal babies' breaths. They steal babies' breaths, but also they know you're going to do what they want anyway. Mm -hmm. They can get the the result they're looking for. And you think it's just because I'm a cat. I'm cute. You're going to, you know, please. No. They're fucking in your brain. Yeah, they put with, that poo right in your brain. With their shit parasites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because why is it only in cat poo? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? It's not even a parasite. It's like a little, like, nanobot. Secret Life of Pets takes a really sinister turn when you think about it this way. Yeah. I never saw it. I just... I assume I assume it involves cats being I that. did watch it, but I don't remember anything about it. So that's how probably good it was. Some, probably some cat wiped your memory. They did <laughs> some dark shit, dark heinous shit in there. Um, yeah. So what? What's the outcome of this? What are like? Are, first of all, have cats completely rewritten the human brain? I mean, I can only assume that yes, based on everything that we have come up with. Like cats are in control of everything. This is an upsetting graph. I just like infographic I just found on this Wikipedia article about Toxoplasma Gandhi. <laughs> Okay, so, so apparently cats pass this on through fecal oocysts, oh rather. God, that sounds gross. Very, very bad. 
And then there's a two-part cycle at the top from cat to rat to sheep and pig, which I eat sheep and pig. Mm-hmm. I like sheep and pig. And then there's a an illustration underneath sheep and pig and rat for some reason that just says tissue cysts. And then they have arrows pointing down at a man and woman. And fucking are pigs controlling my brain too? They said both the oocysts and tissue cysts transform into tachyzoites shortly after ingestion and they localize a neural... Mu- Michael, are pigs controlling my brain? Is bacon... Am I a bacon man? <laughs> do you, I have bacon brain? Uh, well, they do say that pigs are like almost as smart as humans. Because they're just as smart or smarter than humans. They're just acting... They want me to believe they're stupid. To keep eating them? That doesn't make any sense. No, because you have to keep eating them in order to keep allowing the other pigs to control your the next person's brain like if if somebody grows up and they've never eaten pig then how are you going to get it in there if they don't live on a farm or maybe the cats are implanting it oh god michael your your pig example though is really really writing like that's pigs writing checks like their current generation (laughs) can't necessarily cash like that is that is spending on borrowed money but like how many pigs would exist if we weren't breeding them to eat? Yeah. I guess none pig? Well, like, do we just they, have, like, you'd have those ugly ass wild boars and shit, and that'd be it. I mean, yeah, and they'd be. I mean, well, first of all, wild boars still exist, and they kill people, so. Yeah, because they don't, they don't need to control somebody else's mind. They're like, hey, no, I got a perfectly good vehicle right here. I got these tusks. I'm hairy as a motherfucker. I'm going to gore somebody. I don't need to be yeah. eaten to control somebody else's mind. Not today, dickhead. Mm hmm. I I don't care for the fact that I might have bacon brain. You most definitely have bacon brain. The amount of bacon that you and pork and stuff that you've eaten as part of this keto diet, mm-hmm. you might be the only one who has bacon brain. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm at least thirty percent pork. Yeah, and my brain might be god through the roof. God, God <laughs> just, knows. Just bacon all the way down. I mean, I did recently watch uh, the new, the newest Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and spoiler alert, but it ends that the mice are in control of everything. I mean, to be fair, we didn't talk about this guy. There is a rat at the top of this fucking mm-hmm. tissue cyst. For I don't know what the trio they really got here that <laughs> is passing cysts along to human beings. Rat, sheep, and pig. I get sheep. I eat a little bit of lamb. I don't get, I mean, I get pig, obviously, because he's delicious. Yep, yep. I don't get rat unless rat is just passing it to cat, who then passes it back to pig, which is what the cycle is indicating. <laughs> I, again, I do not care for the Wait, graph so, that but, they've made. Because cats eat rats and pigs eat cats? Do do they, though? <laughs> I don't, I can't. I'm going to, here, let me send this to you real quick, because you should, you should be involved. I mean, I get the rats, maybe because, like, they're around humans a lot, because they live in a lot of major cities. And they, yeah, they crawl all over you and shit in your Coca-Cola classics. <laughs> all right, let me, let me see this. Yeah, no, no, yep, mm-hmm. The rat, the rat is giving it to the cat, and the cat is giving it to the pig, and the sheep is just watching. The sheep is just jerking it next to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we're thinking eating. No. The rat and the cat have sex. And then the cat has sex with the pig and the sheep. Wait, you you reading this graph is they fuck. Yeah, obviously. Now uh, I am. Yeah, I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I just I, I thought either either way, the sheep is a pervert. Whether it's watching <laughs> them being eaten 
Or I guess fucking, yeah, either way, the, the either. sheep is a pervert. It kind of makes me think of that that riddle where you have to figure out like how to get all of the animals from one side to the other. But you fuck the fox <laughs> on the on the one bank. <laughs> and then you you throw the scorpion as hard you as you throw can. Throw it across. Yeah. They can or swim not, probably. Well no. Hey, no, here's a here's a thought. Don't throw the scorpion across the river because he'll wait for you and sting you. Just step on the scorpion. That's a good He's, point. It's it's kind of a fuck Mary Kill situation <laughs> when you really get down to it. <laughs> And Everything by the way, can be boiled I'm, down. By the way, I'm mixing at least one fairy tale and a bad riddle <laughs> with with what I've. I was gonna say I've I don't said. remember the scorpion being in the the fox, the hen, and the egg. No, or something. There's, uh, there's there's a riddle with oh or, with the frog or a, a fairy tale with the, going across the on the well, scorpion. The, well, the scorpion has yeah. He's uh, I think the fox carries him across, and the scorpion stings him, even though he promised he wouldn't. Uh, he's like, well, that's what I fucking do because I'm a dumb scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you you step on that one then you fuck the fox obviously, obviously. You know, marry marry the chicken for all the good eggs <laughs> but i don't understand all right so fuck marry kill <laughs> pig sheep rat is what we're looking at here but this is from the cat's perspective right oh god i don't want to get into this <laughs> and then these two I mean, humans at the clearly- bottom are just like they have their arms out, kind of in a shrug, like, what in the fuck is going on? Why are all these animals just fucking up here over our heads? Obviously, Cat's going to kill the rat. I think fuck the pig and marry the sheep. That's a good point. Yeah. Going to marry the sheep for all the wool. It's the only right. one that can constantly give you what it gives you without having to die. What do you, what do you got for me to go from cats having sex with animals other animals that aren't cats and we kind of really lost the thread about like what does this mean for humanity if cats are controlling our brains with poop i mean or like is that the secret to all good entrepreneurs are they all just huffing is it the like they're just going to the other hole from like the south park cheesing like it's not it's not urine it's just they're just rubbing their faces and cat shit i mean if you had to think of one animal like one domesticated animal that would be an entrepreneur I mean, like cats, right? Like they get no, they get shit done though. They don't get sh- they don't do shit. They sleep all day. Yeah, but that's I after mean, they've reached the top, man. I, I, how many? How do, have, like cats survive on the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Like they can survive. They can kill things. They bring you presents, and not even presents to show you that like that they care about you to basically show you that they're better than you because they killed this and you fucking bought that meat from the store but that's so that's not entrepreneurial entrepreneurial behavior though no 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 it's they're not bringing you like a dead lizard to drop in your hair and then like asking for a quarter no i'm saying that that because they're the entrepreneur that's already made it they're the they're at the jeff bezos level domesticated cats who live in a house they're at jeff bezos level they're just shitting on you constantly Okay, that's a good point, because I was going to say Jeff Bezos has like a trillion dollars and pays his workers 74 cents exactly. an hour. Exactly. That is a pretty slick entrepreneur move. And those fucking cats cat. are eating Fancy Feast, even when, you know, you have some like poor ass writer like trying to make it and they're eating top ramen. So I, I guess my idea of the entrepreneur is that constant hustle. They're always looking for that next score. Mm. I feel like cats, for the most part, once they strike it good... They're just 
they're just selfish. They're, you know, they're they're just lounging in their largesse. They're not they're not chasing that next big score. Okay, okay. So I feel like cats are not the tip, like the top notch on they're they're not gonna be on Shark Tank. There's no, there's a reason it's it's not cat tank. <laughs> but sharks are also, the entrepreneurs then? I mean, sharks can't stop moving. Michael, they are so tuna restless. <laughs> well, then wouldn't it be tuna? Tuna, yeah, tuna are the uh, the, the best. Uh, like, hmm, yeah. What kind of parasites are in uh, ahi tuna? I don't Good know, question. but delicious ones? Uh, so speaking of uh, animals controlling their owners, did you hear about Florida Man and how he made a beer run with a gator in his arms? <laughs> Yes, obviously, because I am from Florida, so mm-hmm. anytime anything Florida happens, everyone around me tells me. Yeah, and the best... It's much like the Aaron Carter conundrum. Mm. If Aaron Carter's in the news ever, I've developed a persona where that everyone feels the compulsion to tell me Aaron Carter news, so which if, I'm not mad about. So if Aaron Carter was the Florida man who like rode an alligator and then shot up a beef O'Brady's, like, that would My be like phone, your... Yeah. My phone would explode from the incoming text messages. Like it like it would overheat and burst into a supernova. I mean, not only was this in Florida, it was in Jacksonville, which is like the, the most, most Florida place. It's the co- most concentrated peak Florida. Yes. Yeah. Um so he goes into a convenience store with a live alligator, a pretty large one. It looks probably four feet long. Yeah. Um he grabs a twelve pack of beer and he just then leaves and then he comes back <laughs> and then he comes back and starts chasing customers around the store yeah, he, laughing he says y'all ain't out of beer are you and then he sees someone at the back of the store he says is he taking the last bit of beer you ain't taking the last bit of beer and he chases him around with a gator and the best part about that interaction is that the other guy in the store just kind of laughs and like runs away like hee 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 yeah, like he's being ch- chased with a feather duster. Yeah. And not a fucking four-foot alligator. And what what does the guy say to to the interviewer? He about- says two things that I want to uh, unpack. This, uh-huh. this store sells some good liquor, and I drank a lot of it la- that night. Uh, and then he says, I don't even remember coming up here. It was stupid, and I'll be facing some charges here soon, and probably go to jail. Yeah. He's like very... He's just like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go to jail. Am I going to fight this? And he doesn't remember it. Like, tell me that fucking alligator wasn't controlling his mind and wanted a 12-pack of beer. So the way I read what he just said was that he doesn't remember coming up to the store for the interview that he's currently doing. (laughs) Is how I read that statement. Oh, see, I read it as, like, I don't remember coming up here, like, to do this with the gator. It it could go either way. It could probably probably both. My money's on both. Yeah. Also, this man is known to local law enforcement. <laughs> like, he's he's been in the shit before. <laughs> he's he's the gator man. This is not the first time he's trapped wildlife, duct taped his snoot shut, and run around harassing people with it. I mean, look, if you find something you're good at, stick with you'll it. You'll never work it a makes day you in happy your life. And doesn't hurt anyone, realistically. I mean, what would you gator? do, though? Like... If I was in Chicago and that happened, I would like I'd be terrified. But like in like if I was in Jacksonville and that happened, I would probably do the same thing. I'd be like laugh and like kind of like run away. It's one of those things. Whenever I talk about Florida to non-Floridian people, 
and I bring up gators. Mm-hmm. They're terrified. They're just like, oh my god, like, and I kind of get it. It's like, yeah, okay, this is a little fucking dinosaur scooting around, but like, I I've guess. gone like hiking six feet from like a twelve foot gator before in Payne's Prairie. It was fine. Like, I'm Ten honestly, I'm honestly more afraid of like if I were to see a stray dog, mm-hmm. like walking somewhere, and it was like Fuck, kind of a dog looking on a at leash. Me, like, I'm more afraid of that 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 dog's gonna attack me than a gator like they don't like want your wife was bit on the leg by a leashed dog last <laughs> right week. like and like i know it's like if i don't fuck with the gator right if it's not dawn or dusk that gator ain't moving mm-hmm. like if I, if I am not in a like lukewarm lake gator ain't coming at me i look i blame a lot of it on on billy or not billy madison i happy gilmore mm-hmm. i mean on, on chubbs Right. Struck of the fear into a heart of a lot of people who didn't live in Florida. They're like, oh, shit. You go to Florida, you play golf with a gator, and he eats your hand. Yeah, that's how you get it. And then someone's going to, you know, drop people's elbow on it and rip its eye out. Exactly. That's just how it's going to happen. Uh, and, like, again, not to make light of what gators can't do, but it's like, you just got to know the rules of the gator. Yeah, and I mean, like... Also, I, I as, a, as an adult, don't feel very threatened by gators... But, like, if you have a small dog or a small child, like, you better be afraid of a fucking gator because they will take that shit. Yeah. And, like, don't wait in, sh- in shallow water. Well, yes. But, yeah, big, 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 floor, hot Florida tip. <laughs> don't wait around in, flo- in shallow water where there's, like, grass. And between the months of July and I believe it's September or October, do the stingray shuffle if you're on the West Coast because a stingray sting... I assume hurts like a motherfucker based on the screams that I heard from the lady when I was eight years old. Would you like to explain what the stingray shuffle is, Michael? Because I didn't have to do that in the Atlantic coast, but just a hot, a hot trends in low places tip for tip, Florida yes, travelers. If you're going to the West coast of Florida, a tilt, a tilt tip. They really, the Gulf is warm. It's especially warm in the summer months. It warms up a lot more than uh, most large bodies of water. And the stingrays come up to very close to the shore to mate uh and they're not super aggressive but if you step on one they will put their stinging barb right in your leg and um the way you're supposed to get away from it is because they cover themselves with sand but you're supposed to shuffle your feet and kick some sand up and it it kind of scares them away it's weird when they're in the bone zone they're just hiding i don't know if i trust stingray's motives i'm i mean most of the time in the a- animal world according to planet earth but the bone zone includes hiding and just jumping out onto a female. So, yeah, I don't love that. Like half of the sexual game is just lurking <laughs> and then waiting for an opportune moment. Yeah, to leap. That's that's bad. It is. The animal kingdom really needs to step up their game. It's actually why I, I don't. And our our good uh, China listener Jen will definitely appreciate and agree with me on this. So I don't trust dolphins, and I don't trust anyone who says their favorite animal is a dolphin, because them horny boys yeah, yeah. are real bad. Yeah. They do nasty work. Yeah. So The dolphins, uh, if they could, they would wear fedoras. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. They just haven't figured out the technology yet. <laughs> Well, Michael, I think that's gonna no. Damn, we have we have a couple more minutes. Do you have uh, any closing thoughts for me? Um, so you can look up a. I mean, do we want to make it an all animal show? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, if we want to go all animal, 
I have a, oops all animals. I have a tasty story about a trio of people stealing a shark. Old Mike Donald had a farm. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like it's a combination heist and animal story. So <gasps> shark heist, shark heist. Hell yeah. They these people walked into the San Antonio Aquarium on a sun Saturday afternoon, which I don't know about the Georgia Aquarium, but if you try to go to the fucking aquarium on a Saturday afternoon in Chicago in the summer, there's a lot of bitches there. I should yeah. just wait. There's a lot of people there. Michael, there's a lot of bitches there. <laughs> Sorry, I channeled Curtis there for a second, but like I, I feel bad using that word, so... I think as long as it's a non-gendered, it is a very non-gendered bitches. Yeah, there's Uh, a lot of bitches. Yeah, and yeah, and these people in broad daylight just walked in. They had like one of those open pools where you're allowed to reach in and and pet the sharks. You know, the the non-eating your hand sharks. Obviously, Um, they grabbed it. Two men and a woman. They grabbed it. They wrapped it in a blanket, and then they went into a back room put the shark in a bucket and then put the bucket in a stroller and covered it up to try and make it look like it was a baby. Michael, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't believe mm-hmm. that you waited until the 59th <laughs> minute of this show to bring this story to my attention. Are you kidding me, you dangerous maniac? You know, it's, um, I guess it is. it was Shark Week last week. So probably should have brought it up last week. Yeah, no, you should have. And in fact, the sheriff's office of San Antonio said, when we first got the call, we thought it was a kind of hoax, being that it was Shark Week last week. Yeah, because we're in fucking San Antonio. Mm-hmm. All the sh- all the good shark-based pranks we get. They, <laughs> they t- took a horn shark, which grows to about three feet long, um, it's like a like a nurse shark kind of similar beast. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of like a nurse shark if it had like little what look kind of like horns above its eyes. Okay. Um, sure. Here, I'll send you the article so you can see the. But what's interesting about it is it does say that horn sharks are carnivorous predators, and although they do eat fe- fish and mer- oh god, although they do eat fish and marine invertebrates on the ocean floor, about ninety five percent of the horn sharks died are made up of hard shelled mollusks and crustaceans. Now, I don't know how well sharks can see, but I feel like if you let children dangle their tiny little fingers into a tank. Yeah. That they, they might like think fishies. it's fishy. A little fisheroo, yeah. So maybe that wasn't the best shark to have in a touch tank? Yeah, this this trio of criminals does look like the cast of an A&E show about pawnbrokers <laughs> slash like, motorcycle enthusiasts. Yeah, they definitely look like... There's at least one handlebar mustache, I think, too. Uh, yeah, no, yep. Yeah, they're all kitted out. I mean, like, they look like shark criminals from the get-go. Oh, for like, sure. From, they're wearing all black. Their... The one's guy, one guy's got a cut-off shirt. Like, yeah, they're there to steal a shark. Yeah, like, hands down. Like they, I mean, they were going to steal anything they get their hands on, but, like, shark must have been the first thing that just, like, did it for them. Which, again, Saturday afternoon aquarium shark heist is no joke. Like, you can't just get away with yanking a shark out of the water when but they did 18,000 kindergartners are there. They did. They haven't right, have, 
they haven't, haven't been caught, caught yet? They haven't been caught. They have pictures of their freaking faces. They found their car and the truck. And basically, they, they carried this thing out. Somebody saw them and was like, yo, we saw you steal a shark. They refused to let the the guy searched the truck and said his son was sick and they needed to leave and they hopped in the car and peeled out my very good son my horny horny browed son is he needs to go he lives in this bucket (laughs) and the man drove away with the shark and left the woman and the other man behind and they still got away yes so who confronted them like another like a patron of the aquarium Uh, it was the general manager of the aquarium Okay, yeah, because I know... An employee like, noticed what was going on and said something to him, and he went out to confront them. And that's, like, one of the... So, I mean, I get it. Especially I work for a large company now. Like, you're not allowed to, like, legally, like, liability-wise... But this like, isn't employee, shoplifting. You stole right, the shark. You, you, you shark-napped a beast. Like, it, like it's like thing. It would be like if he stole a child, and you'd be like, well, I couldn't chase him because of the laws. Michael, you want to know how much a large horn shark costs? Just straight up, uh, four hundred bucks. Uh, between six hundred and seven hundred and eighty dollars. Can I what? Like the the effort and risk to steal one shark for three people, right? It's and like, like on the on the, we've talked about this before on the black market, you're not getting full price, right? And Michael, to your point um, about putting this in like a petting tank for kids. Um, this is from bluezooaquatics.com, the entry for the horn shark for quick facts. Um, reef compatible, no, care level, expert only, disposition, aggressive. Oh, cool. Um, (laughs) so San Antonio hates children? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, apparently so. Maybe they were doing a good thing. They, like, were like, hey, you can't have a fucking horn shark where people are dangling their fangies that look like fishes. Michael, it gets better. Would you care to guess... A, a really cool, fun fact about the spines on its the horns over its eyes. Do they shoot out poison? Um, it's two high dorsal fins with large venomous spines. Oh, cool. Cool? Wait, this was in a... What? Okay, no, I know this... I'm, I'm on these people's side now. They were protecting the public from this fucking shark. Uh-huh. They're like, this should not be in a touch tank. Apparently, its favorite food is mollusks, but the touch tank part is difficult to really square with letting kids pet it. Hey, you know, a f- the f- alligator's favorite food isn't human, but if it comes down to it, they're going to fuck your shit up. Sure, 95% of my diet is hard-shelled mollusks, but if you dangle a fingy in front of me for long enough, yeah. 5% is good enough for this shark. It's a lot a, easier... You don't I'm a real have a hungry boy. <laughs> and turns out no one put fucking hard-shelled mollusks in my tank today. Yeah, it turns out your shell is on the inside and all of your tasty meat is on the outside. So, it's easier and better. How did I, how have I evolved to not realize this? Now I'm learning. And now the horn sharks have a taste for human blood. And that's how you get Sharknado 6. Did you know? And now I've been exported from the aquarium ecosystem where I gained my taste for human blood, they're going to let me free. Oh, yeah. I'll waddle back to the ocean from San Antonio, I guess. And, uh, yeah, Go now I'll spread river, the good... That real grind. I'll, spre- I'll spread the good news that, oops, human hands are delicious. The, the I church, bet the rest of them are... 
The church of human hands are delicious. I will spread the good news to all my orange shark friends. Also, I bet the rest is pretty good. Not just the hands. You know, we did forget one we did forget one part about our horrible podcast monster. Uh-huh. It would definitely have Guy Fieri's face somewhere on it. Oh, dang. No, I think just his bearded this, hair. Yeah. 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 Somewhere within the, the seething mass of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> the undulating pustulescence of dildos. Maybe he's just wearing the Guy Fieri once onesie bathing suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the Guy Fieri face onesie bathing suit yeah. over just a forest of dildos. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. no, well, it's I a think... Guy Fieri romp him. Yeah. Oh man, how do we forget to romp him? Yeah, our good friends. Michael, I think that's going to do it for us this week on Trends in Little Places. Thank you so much for joining me, um, everyone. As always, if you liked this episode. It was a slow news week, so thank you for sticking along with us. Um, you can find out more information about this show at goodbuddymedia.com. You can also find out more information about our sister show, Trends in Low Places. Nope, our sister show, <laughs> Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael, Curtis, and I, sorry, Michael and I and our good friend Curtis are watching every single episode of the Hit Show 24. Uh, we are coming up on the final few hours. We've kind of transitioned to a every other week format for that show just because of life schedules so uh new episodes should be out today if you're into that um even if you've never seen 24 i think you will like this show i uh, we've heard or man we've heard from a lot we've of people that it. have never we've seen it we've heard it everywhere we heard it uh, a lot of people who like this show and our stupid brand of humor kind of enjoy that one even if they've never seen the show we basically just goof on it and dunk on it non-stop so if you like this one we think you'd like that one and uh we if you do don't have, tune in the next we do have a tacit endorsement from both sherry palmer and george mason xander berkeley yes sherry mr xander berkeley once we tweeted that we reached our ten thousand ten thousandth download and he said um good for you and we freaked out on mm-hmm. Twitter for about an hour. And then Penny so. Gerald, who plays Sherry Palmer, responded to Xander Berkeley, and then he responded back to her, all on our thread. So basically, that means we're all best friends now? Yeah. So, so that's pretty great. I think that means we're, we are now currently on the cast of the Orville, which, oops, that sucks. <laughs> but I get, hey, it. deal's a deal. Why so not? we're in it. Yeah, we're on the dang show. Um, so yeah, it, even uh, even if you don't check out the uh, the next couple hours of that show, we will be starting season three pretty soon, and season three is mm. dope as hell. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at TILPcast. Um, you can also find us at uh, Good Buddy Media. Um, and clicking on trends in low places uh, or on the blog we we've blogged a couple times um i have i just you know what i get it kush i understand now yeah see it's <laughs> i was waiting i wanted just i was gonna wait it out oh look at this guy he blogged two times yeah, no, and then- i did it i did it twice and then like i just kept forgetting um uh-huh. so i get it i get it but we might blog i don't know yeah oh man whoa what a what a tune that i've never heard myself say before and i got shit on and just man i love yeah i love how you didn't normally you talk about the blog and i didn't and i was gonna yeah, yeah but you, you let me it. walk right into that one i knew what was coming um you can, hey, hey can i say this i tw- i posted like seven or eight or nine or so yeah but like over the course of like 70 episodes 
I think I did most of those over the first like 10. <laughs> Probably. I think the last time you had done one was like February of it's 2017. It's been a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you can also, or yeah, when, when you do see us post something uh, on one of the social medias, please share or uh, retweet, favorite, like, whatever. Oh, hell, just comment on it. We like yeah. hearing from, our, from everywhere. Oh, I forgot to email. Michael, talk about emails. Oh, yeah, emails. Uh, you can also email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Send us your stories, your comments, your thoughts, um, basically anything. I don't know. If it's like three in the morning you can't sleep, just fucking email us. We probably are up, and we'll yeah. we'll respond to it. Yeah, we love hearing from everybody, and even if, like even if you just want us to read a message to a fellow listener or to someone who doesn't listen, you just want us to like say something mean about them, <laughs> fuck it. I'll do it. I'll, I will do it. I have free time. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah, just hit us up. We like hearing from everybody. Um, and you can find us on all of the podcast apps by searching for Trends in Low Places. And when you do, please smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Um, and give us a review or uh, a rating. A review would be nice. Um, a rating is also nice, but if you want to tell everyone how awesome you are and how we changed your life and we help you get through this shithole that is the world right now by reminding you that there are other really, really stupid people out there doing very stupid things. Dumber than you are. Yes. Um, mostly us two (laughs) idiots. Uh, and I think that's it. Tell your friends about us. Yeah. Or don't. We get it. Michael, you have any closing thoughts for me, buddy? I do. I have one. Hit me. Today, my 92-year-old great-grandfather ran down the stairs in excitement. Despite his severe arthritis, he told my great-grandmother that he was having his first erection in over 10 years, and Grandma ordered me to leave so they could do it right there. FML. It's just a little hope, uplifting kind of final thought. Like, I don't think it's true in the slightest, and I think somebody made it up completely, but... There's so many layers of that that are just unbelievable right like the fact that both his great-grandfather and great-grandmother are are alive alive. i've i knew one grandparent and i think she's only stayed alive to spite all the kids in my family (laughs) she's a mean old irish catholic lady i think she only did it because jesus told her to spite us for having a good time that makes sense yeah yeah and then like running down the stairs come on also with his uh, apparently his boner flapping in the breeze no thanks great grandpa but if we ignore all of that it's it's a reminder that love can still exist even when you're 92 years old you know i mean i want to think that if i was 92 and my my sweet darling wife at 92 after hey presumably 10 years of abstinence on her part because i couldn't (laughs) get my dingle up and I just come sprinting down the <laughs> stairs, just, hey, I'm finally ready. This guy's ready to clown. And she just like, get the fuck out of my house, my young, sweet, great-grandchild. Mama's been waiting for 10 years. <laughs> oh, I was about to say something awful. Uh, my this, gra- no. gra- <laughs> Grandma's gra- going to knock gra- the cobwebs off this motherfucker. <laughs> Grammy's got a slip and slide ready to go. Let's do this thing. <laughs> like that thought is both 
Like it's so untrue. This story is such a lie. I also but like the I idea want it to be that, true. Like, a great grandmother who is presumably somewhere around ninety-two years old can just also get horny on a dime. But that's uh, sp- horny on a dime. Like, hey, I get it as a dude. Like, the boner is an inconvenient thing, but it's like, all right, well, one thing to do: either wait or two things, I guess. <laughs> wait it out or just hey, take care of it. So when you get it, especially if it was, like, the first one for 10 years, I get, like, sprinting to, like, your wife of 90, like, 72 years probably. I feel like if I was 92 years old and I got a boner for the first time in 10 years, I would probably pass out from the pass blood Pass out because loss. of high blood pressure? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, the thought that this lady, ten, after 10 years, presumably, mm-hmm. Winky, yeah, She's probably just taking care of business and herself. But 10 years and just like, oh, finally, he's ready. I've been waiting for this day. Well, and the fact that the person, the storyteller, the poster here knows that it's been over 10 years. So not only she say, like, you need to get out of the house, but like he came down the stairs and was like, I got my first boner in over 10 years. It's like, that's too much information. You could have just said, like, hey, get the fuck out of my house. It's finally hard. Like, that's that's probably what he said. I'm sure this guy's probably, again, if true, this guy's had many a late night beer. Why was he in the house in the first fucking place? Why are you, who's hanging out with their great grandparents? I mean, nobody. No, I mean, that, but that's sad. Like, maybe, maybe he was, maybe he's, you know, just hanging out. Just like maybe you do. do. Also, yeah, was the gra- why, why wasn't the grandpa there hanging out with them? Like, why was he upstairs? Was he actively trying to get hard? <laughs> like, do, okay, so now it makes sense. He's honestly been upstairs for over 10 years trying to get hard. It, just waiting. And grandma's been going about her life. And she was like, hey, you know what? When it gets hard, let me know. Michael, you know what I can't believe <laughs> at all? That you waited until... <laughs> Minute seventy five to bring this to my attention. It's an F. It's an F. My life. You know I can't. I can't just throw those in in the middle. They're- yes, you can. We were we were flailing at cat shit for twenty five <laughs> minutes, and th- you bring this up at minute like an hour and twenty two. It was an all animal doing? episode, and I can't think of anything more animal than a ninety two year old getting a boner and trying to ram it into his. <laughs> It's yeah, this this old hog going hog wild. <laughs> Again, yeah, all uh, this should have been brought to my attention minute one. Really, let's not let's not sit on our FMLs, please. Especially these rare ten year boners. <laughs> it's like it, it's basically his boners like a cicada. It's basically the fifty year storm from Point Break. Mm. He's just. It, the grandma, oh the great grandma's been waiting on the the fifty year boner. Oh my god! Can you? Um, she wants to ride it to her death. <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> and, also, and you know what? That that great grandson, Keanu Reeves. Uh huh. <laughs> then he arrested his great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> and then he let him go. He un- he un- he unhooked him and let him just. Oh boy. He, that, so that old man died, right? <laughs> I assume. I assume after the boner, the running down the stairs, and then the having of the sex, like he's definitely well, dead. He probably died on the way down the stairs. Yeah. A 92 year old man getting his first boner sprinting down the stairs probably had a heart attack. Oh my God, was he naked? 
I mean, he couldn't have Michael been clothed it. because, like, that was... Michael, would... to your point, if he had spent the better part of <laughs> ten years upstairs, like, attempting a boner. And he's just... Enti- enticing a boner. So he just yes. comes running down, butt-ass naked, with a half-hard dick, and one arm that looks like Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it is go time, Gurdy. Beat it, Aiden. We got shit to do. I was going to say, like, can you imagine the, like, just torrent that would come out after not having an erection for 10 years? But then I was like, he's 92. It's just dust. Yeah, it's just like a, a super soaker full of dust. <laughs> it's like it's like when your vacuum cleaner backs up. No, it's like a, when you take a compressed air can and turn it upside down mm-hmm. and it just shoots up. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's all it is. <laughs> It's adding more dust to the situation. Just sounds like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> and smells like one, I bet. <laughs> Michael, I think that's going to do it for the Snook on Trends in the Place. It's, it's been lovely talking with you. I love you like this 92-year-old man loves his wife. We're going to have such a sweet reunion, my friend. It's been lovely talking. I already said that. Toodles! <laughs> I, did, I did that wrong. How do I do it? I threw you off by saying I loved you like... Yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't stop thinking about my 92-year-old dong. Just shooting out puffs of dust, <laughs> yeah. Puffs. Like like I'm v- like a vape rig. <laughs> <laughs>